Welcome to the Jungle Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, Joey, and today Paulie and I are talking about Christmas parties and the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into having the most epic gym Christmas parties going around. Yeah, it's casual as you meander your way in. That's right. It's normally a bit of a bit of a chill kind of start. Yep. And the opportunity to go wherever we like. However, the discussion is, fam, around making our episodes a little bit shorter. And so today, Paul and I are going to talk for about 30, 45 minutes. So we're going to talk twice as fast. That's right. <laughs> 90 minutes of content in 40 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 2022 is the year that the Jungle Brothers Christmas party almost didn't happen. Did it? Well, no, you've just had some dramas getting the thing set up. Okay, sure. The, yeah. the, the party is, a, it would never not go ahead, but it's changed forms a few times. Yeah. Every year, and this is, uh, this is a tip from the top, every year the party is drama, for better or for worse. Like the planning, the, the brainstorming around it, what's the theme going to be, it is, it's a big job. And yeah. I say drama because it's, it, maybe once or twice it's been straightforward, like, oh, we're going to have it here or at this venue, this is what it is, great, let's go ahead. But it's always like, oh, fuck, what's the thing? You know, what are we doing? Do we get that? Oh, that place fell through, we've got to find another place. You know, think about the camping trip we did those years ago at the end of COVID. Mm. Like, there's shit going on. Yeah, that's because, and I've been thinking about it because, like, I was talking to you earlier this week. Like, fuck, why was I so devoted on Monday and I couldn't touch it? Because on Monday, basically, to those who didn't know, we lost our venue that we were really soaked about. It's great, perfect. But I was like, I couldn't pick it back up for a day and a half because I was just, like, depleted. Um, but, yeah, I think it's because we we hold a lot of pride in it and we're trying to make something really cool and good. And, uh, you know, I explained it to many people while I was whining this week about it. It's like, uh, yeah, like any party's good, put it in any venue. It's the people that's in it, obviously. And everyone's always going to have a good time, especially if there's alcohol involved and a bit of music and stuff like that. But I was saying like, I have to think that it's really cool to myself. Like for myself, I have to be like, yeah, that's the one. That's that's fucking cool. That's sick. And and I'm happy with that outcome. You know, like having it like, oh, yeah, you're right. Like everyone is going to have fun. It doesn't matter what the four walls are in. It's like that's not good enough. Yeah. And I, do you feel, because I feel, um, that there's a responsibility to the culture as well? 100%. Which like you, every Christmas party, you look back at all the previous ones. Yeah. And you're like, we got to have something that's on par or – you know, surpasses that. Yeah. Yeah. Like it just has to, it doesn't have to be better, but it has to be on that level. Yeah. And we've had some like fucking notorious ones. Yes. So, so the pressure is there. You can't just go, Hey guys, we're all going to wear white and go out to this expensive restaurant and it's a set menu. Yeah. Like it's not good enough. Yeah. Yeah. No, there has to be something that's different about it. Something that's exciting or memorable about it. Um, mm. So, <clears throat> you were in a meeting with Dylan on Monday morning, and I think this is why it hurt so bad. Imagine this, listeners. You've gone to all this trouble to find the joint. There were ups and downs in the weeks preceding that. And then finally, someone, someone says, like, oh, I played a gig at this joint. It was mad. You guys would love it for the Christmas party. You went and checked it out, and you're like, man, this place is sick. You're showing me photos, videos of it. Mm-hmm. And you booked it in. So, like, it was the perfect outcome. Yeah, and we were already behind 
on schedule. So the closer you get to a due date, the more stressy you get about something. So it was like, fuck, find a place. So it was quite a it was a big relief to find a place and fuck I was like, Oh man, that week was shit, but it ended so good. Um, finally found a place and it's the type of place not gonna be a lot of like a lot of the work's already done because it's quite a special environment. Um and I could finally start thinking about my costume. Everyone was talking about costumes. I was like, can't think about my costume until I get a venue. Can't. Just won't let myself. And then I was thinking about the costumes on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, it was the Monday. We were here. You were here in the corner working. <laughs> yeah. And we were going through the details. Yeah, like, you guys like, boom, 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 do this. Yeah, that'd yep. be sick. What do you guys think? Price of like yep. this, food, what booze, cocktails. And then it was like, oh, oh, I just got a text message. And it was just, yeah. Basically, the guy texted through and said, hey, man, uh, really sorry. You seem like a really nice guy and all. Like, that. thanks for saying that anyway. Yeah. But um, I, I can't hold your party on that night what a at dog. my venue anymore. What a dog. Um, and he's really sorry. Um, I will refund your deposit. And that was, that was it. And I texted back, oh, no exclamation mark and a few other things <laughs> and then and then you know i texted him back and said fuck you know i'm sure you've got your reasons I understand this shit happens i don't want to see your face ever again yes <laughs> and and nah and then you know and then i asked him you know can it really help if you could recommend any places that you know of around the area you know that's similar to yours same vibe and stuff never heard back from him um, the fun thing is, though, he's in a legal operation, so it's he doesn't have any obligation to me. I'm I'm not that uh, pissed off, you know what I mean? It's just like you can't go to consumer affairs over this. No, not that I I kind of would, but I'm not <laughs> even that pissed because it's a warehouse. And uh, did a part of you think that might happen? Because I remember when you came back and you were describing the place, you mm-hmm. said, "Ah, uh, he's the guy lives there, right?" Yep. And you're like, he lives there and he, he rents it out for parties and he's there at the parties, like he facilitates yep. and whatever. And then I think you said, oh, he's getting a bit sick of it and he's probably, he said he's going to wrap it up soon. Yep. So when he said that, I was like, ooh, doesn't sound solid. I didn't even think that, eh? Yeah, right. I didn't even think that. Um, because I'm sitting in there, like we hung out for a bit and talked about the joint and, and his, I was asking him about him and what he does and how he manages the place and how long he's been there. Because the, I used to live on that street for five years. It's on the same street that you know of. Oh, the warehouse place you lived in upstairs? No. Which one? Oh, Merrickville. Yeah. yeah okay. How far, I was just at the Henson the other this week. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's down towards the end of the street. Okay. Other end from me. Um, so I knew the area and stuff and I knew the people that were in there before him. Right. Um, and anyway, yes, yeah, so we hung out. I, I didn't have any inkling that that might happen. And I don't know what happened, but he kind of has every right to, even if he took a deposit, because it's, you just can't. Yeah. And fuck, what am I going to do? I don't call forces. I'm not going to break his face when I see him. I'll be like, hey, bro, you owe me a party. You fucked me, bro. <laughs> I'll never let you forget that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's the game, isn't it? Yeah. It's the thing. Yeah. yeah. So. Anyway, that's what happened. <clears throat> so so, so where's it at? Um, so that was Monday. Today's Friday. Didn't do anything about it for until Wednesday. Got on the phone 
kind of went back into emails with Dylan and we had a bunch of places that we kind of said, hey, we're thinking about They gave us details and we just reviewed it, made a short list. And then Thursday being yesterday, last night, him and I went and drove around and had a beer at a few places and dinner and like just wrecked a bunch of places. And there's some good potentials in there. Um, and we thought, given that it's how many weekends out? It's, it can't be more than three weeks out. Uh, what is it? 19th of November. Yeah, about three weeks. Yeah. We were like, if something doesn't come of this little trip, um, then we'll just default to having it here. At the gym. At the gym. Um, just because we've got we to gotta get it going. We've got to see if there's tickets that need so- selling and organise stuff and just settle into it because mm. yeah. people need, the peoples need to know. We've done it at the gym multiple times. Mm. It's yep. fine. Like, it's great. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's wicked. It's just – it's one of those things you're searching for the new thing. But if we are going to do it here, yeah, I want to know by the Sabo so that we can start doing it at the gym. Tell me um, – I want to talk about – what you're looking for in a in a space to do it because there's like pros and cons to in the gym to an external venue. Yes. So last year we uh, we did one drop right. Yep. At the brewery around the corner. Yes. Um, sick joint. Mm-hmm. Went really well, I thought. And then we came here as after party at the gym afterwards, right? Correct. Um, what would you say the? Tell me what were the downsides to doing it at one drop were. Um. No downsides. It was mad. It really was. Of course there was downsides. You can't control the whole environment. It's shared with public. Well, that's what we were talking about last night with Dylan. Like, that's kind of part of the fun piece is we were there and we didn't book the whole place. We had a few tables. Yeah. And when you're there, we're dressed up like crazy ridiculous and without all that public freaking out and going, oh, my God, and taking photos, like, that's part of the thing. We were going to hire out, like, this place we saw last night. Like, one of the options is we hire out three of their spaces and we keep the front sports bar area open, which is kind of where you come through. Right. Just because it's going to cost more for that little area. It doesn't really kill us. Yeah. And there's just some public there coming in. They're locals. They don't have to have a shutout of that pub for the night. And it's just, it's quite funny. There's other people there. It's a little bit refreshing when you're drinking for six hours plus. Okay, so the public was a plus then in your mind. I see that. Yeah. What about the music? Well, that's that's a must. That's a must for us and it's become very clear this time around that what you need is to have your own DJs and your own music in a place that we can control a bit of that party because we really like the tribal effects of music and everyone dancing all at once to that- a certain rhythm. Yeah, and that was that's my point to maybe say one drop wasn't ideal for that. Yes, they got their DJ; it's their thing. So it wouldn't have been if we hadn't had the party with a DJ organized back here. So it's a combination in first half. Yeah, so all venues, it could work if you have the right. Like, say you get a, a sick venue and you get it till three o'clock. Like, so you get a sick venue, but it's in the middle of nowhere. But you get it till three o'clock. You can do the whole party there and stay really late. Yeah. And it's all yours. But if you have a sick party that's on the other side of town, it's a perfect venue, but there's nowhere to go afterwards and you have to be out of there by 10 o'clock, like that's a problem. Yeah. Um, 
So we were like, oh, there's other places that are available until nine o'clock. Okay, so th- then we have to make an emphasis on where is the kick-ons and where do we have that? So maybe we do that and then we come back to the gym for the party. So it doesn't matter whether – like if we didn't have an organized after party with DJs, then we probably – we wouldn't have done that. We wouldn't have done that. Wouldn't have done one drop? Yeah, last year. Like, right. Like in that calculation. Yeah, yeah. We made that calculation together. So, yeah, it, it was that thing. We came back here at 10. And we had that here. So, yeah, I don't know if there was too much of a downside, but it would be a downside if that was the only place that you had. Okay, that makes sense. I, yeah, I, I mean, I think I, uh, I like the idea. I think you can, you're complementing it there and making the best of it. Yeah. But I think there's certain things looking back at other parties we've done. It's like, oh, that was like, I personally like being able to control it all. The whole thing. Yeah, I think yeah. that's sick. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's yeah. just... It's it, this is this is what we like. We make it how we want. Yes. Um, also, too, like being able to have like microphone and that kind of shit. Like, sure. remember we're at Cafe Lounge and we made the speeches. Yeah, that was cool. That was cool. I had the little stage area. Yes. Had that stage lighting and shit. I thought that was that was very cool. And that joint. I mean, we didn't do dress up or anything, so it wasn't loose in that regard. Yep. It was in most others, but um, it was also just us, wasn't it? Yeah, it was just the crew, but it was a, a tight space, and it kind of packed everyone in, yep. which uh, that was that was good. That was good. Yeah, you know that place is closed. Has it closed? Yeah, didn't survive COVID. Yes, didn't survive COVID. What I, a damn shame. Yeah, I messaged them on Instagram and stuff like that, and they came out and was like, "Yeah, we closed." And I found an article online. It's a shame. We had a bit of a back and forth. Wow. Yeah, it was a cool joint. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So then what are you so what are you looking for ideally like okay like if everything's everything can work what's the what's the criteria say that you are searching when you're at these different joints in town Well it's not down to a, a, a science but we know we use our instincts but if you were to write it down it's got to have a certain environment about it. like it's got to be cool you know in one way or another and I'm sitting there with Dylan talking about it in one joint the Chippo hotel last night we're like this place was dingy and it smelt like sticky beer floors and there was something about it like that was not so it just was it was a thrown together type of pub you know where it had like old pub vibes with a bit of a wooden bar and a bit of brass but then it had this new area and it was put together in a haphazard manner that didn't really have something that made it cool about it it was almost like a uni bar that was slapped together like it wasn't with care but then you can go to another place like the Lord, fucking, is it the Lord Nelson? Lord Gladstone. Lord Gladstone. Where it's the same sort of thing, but what, what's the difference? Well, someone's taken some care and some artful nature of how they've slapped that together. Both of them cost no money, but there's culture in that place and there's not culture in the other place. No money in terms of renting? Like they haven't done fucking... Oh, um, they haven't spent a lot on... renovations in there. Right, It's yeah. an old, dingy kind of pub yeah. and they've leaned into the characteristic of the place. Dive bar-ish. Dive bar-ish, but like culture in it. So it has to have a vibe of culture or something interesting about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because we were like, this ticks all the boxes, but it's just a bit weird and awkward. It was so odd. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So, yeah, it has to have an energy because to me, like, I'm very big on environment and choosing a location. Like, for, for, like, when I can think of shoots, like a film shoot or something, you spend half of your time creating the photo. But if you just were in the right place at the right time, 
most of the work's done for you. Yeah. You know, and it's it's like taking a chick out for a date maybe. If you choose the right place, like that's half the battle is getting the right place at the right time. Seal the deal. Seal the deal. You know? Oh, I like Breakfast that. Breakfast in bed. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it's like for that half the work's there. So it has to have that vibe. And then we spoke about like having some sort of control over the music um, because we're really big on the, the tribal dancing part of the night, which is everyone just raving it up. Just to be clear on that, are you talking about – well, let me say it. We're not, not talking about tribal music. No, we're not talking about – It's the, it's the, it's the idea that, that, that music is kind of built into yeah, the, way we, the way we connect and the way we hang and we totally, like having exactly. that. It's like everyone moving at once, having a good time. There's a beat. There's a beat and there's that energy that's all together. It's like – Yeah, that hopefully kind of – progresses over the night winds up in intensity that's right yeah yeah yeah. it's it's that and yeah huge release and it's so good for all the members kind of do that together and everyone's had all different types of years you know last few years have been so horrendous that our last few christmas parties when you hit that dance floor it's like everyone's just like ah it's a big release so we had um the sick looking back at at like Christmas parties in the past and the music selection, the music thing's really important. And I think, uh, I'm going to say we, and this is because I've usually had a hand in the Christmas parties up until really this one and the one, and last one. Mm-hmm. But all the other ones, it was, you know, the three, you, me and T organizing it. Now it's you and Dills primarily. Um, but so we we're always very particular about the music. And if I think back to like some of the times when we kind of missed the mark, yeah. Remember there was the, the first Christmas party we had at this gym? Yeah. Which was which was here at the gym because we'd just moved in, in in like late November and it was super rushed and we were still building parts of the gym and so it was like last minute we threw a Christmas party together. We are like, oh, it's here at the gym. Um, the theme was movies? It was movies. No, it was 80s, wasn't it? Was it 80s? You came as coming to America. I came as... Adamant was T. T was Adamant. I must have been eighties that night. Fucking hell! (laughs) He didn't appear till about eleven thirty because he was up here putting his costume on. He was downstairs painting mirrors and painting the fucking bathroom. Oh, dude! Everyone's like, "Where's T?" It's like we're halfway through the party. Where's vintage T? But the but so where we where we where there was a uh, misstep made there was that we had our boy. Well, we had Nick Martino, yeah. At the, at the beginning. Yeah, one of our members who was like, I'll play some music for you guys. And he was playing like fun kind of corny house music, like oh. real kind of poppy house music. Had the, had the girls going. Had the girl, everyone could get around it. It yeah. was like, oh, <laughs> fuck, I know this song. And everyone's doing the thing. And then it was like, all right, Nick's done. He did 90 minutes or whatever. Mm. And then Sesta jumped on. Sesta came, I think, from another gig. And he was already kind of... <laughs> had a bit of momentum behind him, let's say, by the time he got in here and he just went dark and dirty. <laughs> and it was just like, he was just, it was him and the decks and fucking- No one else was the there. Dirt. And there was like a few people like, oh man, this is heavy. But everyone else was like, what the fuck is that? Like it was, and I remember people come up and going- Coming up to us trying the to The music's too heavy, tell him to put something lighter on. Yeah. And like, I think Noni and that were trying to get a Spotify playlist on. And I think that they did that at one point. Yeah. Like there was, there, it gets, it gets like, it gets crazy. People get really wound up about, I'm not into this music. And especially if they've been like having a good time prior, it's, it's like a mutiny. 
Yeah. I remember you start to people, oh, so and so are talking about going elsewhere, and yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. like, fuck off. Like, what do you like? It, it just gets ridiculous, right? But yeah. all because a style of music came on that like a core group wasn't with at yeah. that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember going down like, bro, have you got something a bit lighter? And he's like, oh man, I don't really have anything much lighter. And he's like, oh, I got one thing. He's like, yeah, I'll chuck this on. And it was, um, hey, we want some pussy. <laughs> and it, we all looked at each other like, oh god, <laughs> like. <laughs> Lighter, like but it's, it's old, but yeah, it's not, you know. <laughs> oh my God, I don't yeah. even remember that. Um, but, you know, whatever, like we had a great time. The whole thing was, Dan's a fucking legend. He's played at our party so many times. And, mm. you know, if we talk back about like the one in the alleyway at the old gym, mm. he tore it up there because he mm. came on late. Mm-hmm. It was in the alleyway. There'd been like other, other types of music beforehand. And it and was just didn't like, have as much momentum coming in. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so that's, just, that's a really like, that's yeah. a real pivotal one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last party, it would, he probably came on heavy for some people's taste as well. And that was a bit tricky, that one, because we had the, like, the party over at One Drop yeah. and there was dancing there. They had their guy come in for music and Clay was like, yeah, I've got a band and I'll have a guy doing music afterwards, which was awesome. We had live music and people were dancing to that like early night late afternoon and then they had music and we were all dancing because it was real poppy yep. R&B and all that sort of thing yep. we had the speeches there and everything but we came back here for 10 and in my mind that was marks the after party that's like okay let's go heavy and that's where we messed up a little bit because people wanted to come back here and then have a bit more light stuff before going heavy but we went heavy straight away I don't remember exactly how that went down, but I'm pretty sure I told him to go heavy straight away. <laughs> People were like, no, I don't think you did. I think he just went heavy and there was no peaks. It was just hard. Well, I mean, that's his style too. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Well, he can do anything. He can do anything. Like the alleyway. He, he, like, he can... Oh, yeah, okay. But he, but he definitely, like, he's not, um, he does, he's not going to play a hip-hop set. He's no, not no, going to no. play like a... No. Like Sorry. A, yeah. yeah, I would say he's definitely towards that sure. darker kind when of... When you're talking about playing pop tracks for everyone and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. And, yeah. you know, you, me and T all like, we like heavy. Yeah. Like we like, you know, progressive stuff. It's 10.30. So for us, it's always like, hey, <laughs> can we get to this sooner or later? But we, we've realised, we've learned over the years that uh, most people prefer something that is a bit more poppy. Yeah, that everyone can kind of bop around to. Yes, people can sing along if they want. Now, I'm never really a fan of singing along when I'm dancing, but people love the little sing along piece, you know. Um, as he's pointing his fingers as well. <laughs> yeah, guys. doing the double guns. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love this track. Good to see you, man. Yeah. Um, but so that's uh, you know, for us as that's cool. Really, the guys that created this culture. That's a, that's kind of that was an important learning because we're like fuck that. Let's just get to the. Let's just get to the filthy stuff. Yeah, I don't want to wait till 2 a.m. But anymore. so I, I think the time, if I'm thinking back to when it played out really well, uh, it played out really well at the, when we did the, um, the Bush Doof. Yep. Burning Man. Perfect. That played really well. There was still drama. Remember when, like, because we had Julian playing first. Yeah. He was killing it. Like yep. hip hoppy, poppy kind of stuff. Really fun. And then I don't know if there was someone in between, but Sonard started playing a set. Yep. And he was doing great, but then he's got a little bit like it just didn't keep moving up in momentum. It kind of just and there were, and there happened to be and this is the funny shit that happens at these parties. There happened to be 
uh, I can't remember the, the girl's name. She was training with us for a while. Who's a DJ. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And oh, she plays God. hard stuff. Yeah, yeah. And she start, yeah. she's like, what the fuck is this? Oh, What's this how shit? How can I not remember her name? Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. She's, and she's like... Fee's son's... That's right. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like... She like started a bit of, hey, don't you think this stuff sucks? Shouldn't we get... You know, and so but then I, people are like, yeah, we need some heavier shit. And that worked all right because it was inside and it was tight. It was great. We're in the fucking bush. I remember, don't you remember I had to... You had to shut down. Uh, yeah, I had to play the bad guy. I do. It didn't feel good because I was trying to keep the noise down. Why was that? Because I had been told that police come out. Ah. Um, so at a certain time, which was midnight, we took it inside and then you just have to keep it at a level. Right. Because you're, you're in this valley. And yeah, it just travels out to all the neighbours and stuff. Right. And, in, and I was, yeah, I was trying to protect the fucking... The venue, the venue, my reputation with the venue because it's it's harder to it's like in the city it's like the cops come like who cares neighbors complaining but over there it's the guy's private house and stuff like that yeah and that's literally the only thing that he asked to be wary of right he really enforced and that I one. also told everyone and you guys that that's what has to happen I was like I don't know if it's gonna wait and he was like no, nah, it's fine, man. Like, we've got all day to dance. And then when we do it, we just tell people and that's it. <laughs> and we, it just turns into a different party type of thing. And I still had to battle for that at yeah, that time. Yeah, and T's like, Paul needs to calm down. Yeah, basically. <laughs> and I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Still yeah I mean, once everyone's got a bunch of drinks in them, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Oh, did you say that? I can't remember, bro. Yeah. But that was mad. I thought Cafe Lounge was mad for the music scene. Anyway... The music kind of reinforced that. Talk to me about the food piece. This is a big consideration. <laughs> so always like, I need food. Well, I'm just trying to think like someone listening that's like, oh, I want to put together a sick party. There's some key considerations you got to make. Music one, venue one, food one. Yeah. Well, food or, is, or not, but you have to have, you got to make a decision. Well, why don't you talk about this? Because the whole time until Monday when we were breaking it all down, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about food. Yeah, I thought that was loose. Where you were like, you and, and then Dills was like, yeah, no, you've got to have food. And I was like, I don't really know. Like, what's the deal with the food? Are you, and you have to eat, obviously. Well, I mean, everyone's pounding drinks, right? So there's, got, you know, you've got to have some, otherwise, it's, you know. I personally, like, I can't, I can't be hanging out, partying from, from say, five. early, early evening yeah. and not have some kind of known that I'm going to get food in sure. the next few hours. Sure, sure. So I guess the way we've done it, all right, we did it. We did it the mad cowboy way back at the old gym, our original gym, the outpost. Insane. This was the fucking best. This was the sickest one we ever did. We got Young Henry's to sponsor us. They gave us a bunch of beer, kegs, mm. and tap. We had Jakey doing bulletproof coffees, which doesn't really seem to fit with the pie. But it was earlier, it was like late afternoon. It was like a three o'clock start. Mm. So it was like Jakey, the bulletproof guy's making bulletproof coffees. Mm. And then we had Tree. He made the coffee cocktail. I was so high on caffeine. That from afternoon, those, the afternoon. From those coffee cocktails? Plus the bullet, I had a bulletproof coffee. Oh, fuck yeah. And then too. I had the coffee cocktail. Oh, bro, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is the grossest feeling. Like I just had six shots of coffee. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it was gross. Um, we had Alan Nikolovsky who was working at, uh, what's that place? Shady Pines. Mm. He made the punch for us. We had so much shit. And for food, we decided, let's get my brother to cater... Tell me if I'm wrong about this. We got my brother to cater like um, salads and stuff. Yep. And then we bought two pigs and a lamb. 
Yes. And we hired three spits. Yeah, to actually, yeah. To, and none of us have ever cooked on a spit. Never Not like cooked, that. No, never no. cooked a whole, like, I know you've been around it. Yeah. But it's never been like, yeah, I know how to take charge of this and get this, this cool. done. We're like, yeah. okay, it can't be that hard. We'll set the charcoals, like get them going and Fuck. chuck these animals on. And then Alan Nikolovsky turns up, Macedonian background in case you didn't pick it up from the last name. And he's like, oh, well, you guys got way too much charcoal on there. Like that's going to fucking burn the, burn the skin. You're not going to even cook the inside. And we're like, dude, he's like, I mean, I don't know how to do it, but I'm, I'm part Massa, so I've been around some, some folks doing this. So then he jumps in. And my brother's there setting up the salads and he jumps in, he's helping my bro. And at a point, Alan's got to run. Party's starting to fill up. Alan's like, I've got to get out of here. I've got to get back to the, to the bar, whatever. So I'm like, we're like, Abe, my brother, can you fucking handle these, these <laughs> three beasts? He's like, oh yeah, should be fine. Man, there's like 120 odd people, mm. 140 coming through maybe over the night, getting slammed. At a point, it's like, when are we eating? When are we eating? Like everyone wants to eat. Yeah. And it, we didn't even have like trays and shit to deal with all this meat. I remember we got that table and then got the foil out and just wrapped the table in foil. That was and smart. Just dropped it on. Yeah, it was a it was a trellis table full of meat, big hardwood trellis table. Uh, was that Moses? Did, was that the one Moses was there? He jumped in and helped. I mean, anyone that was there had to yeah. help. And your yeah. brother was steely cool the whole time. He did a good job. I mean, it was tough, he, but he held it all. together. We had to chuck. We had to take like. M- Burning hot charcoals and like it was too hot. Them. It was yeah, too it was high. Too much. Yeah, it was just smoking. That was mayhem for like a good part of the afternoon with everything going on. Oh man, and <laughs> you know, and we had like we had so much. Like was the was jumping someone, castle we, there was that the next year jumping castle that was we had sick. the amazing cake from Cat 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 Sabbath. Remember we had yes, that awesome yes, cake yes, that yep, she made. Yeah, yep. it was ridiculous. And then the lights and the whole alleyway that was. Yeah, that was one of the best ones ever. Yeah, I would say that was that was absolutely up there. And what the, so and so here's the thing, here fucking word of warning. What we didn't do back then because we didn't really have much money and we just didn't think a lot about the next day, we didn't have any cleaners or anything booked. So it was literally get wrecked all night. I think, you know, most of us left the gym at around sunrise. I left maybe an hour before that. And then it's like, well, as soon as you get up, come back into the gym and help clean up. You know, it's basically on you, me, and T's shoulders. T lives around the corner, so it was really close for him. And it's like, that's fucked. Like the last <laughs> thing you want to do after a night on the source, you know, and just going to all that trouble is to have to come in and deal with a filthy gym. Yeah. So anyway, that was that, that food was- adventure. Then we've had ones where Cafe Lounge was actually really cool. They're like, hey, we can do... We can do food for oh, you yeah, guys. Oh, yeah, they had that. It's like 20 bucks a head or whatever. Yep. We added it into the ticket costs. They're like, we just bring out pizzas and, you know, shit throughout the night. We're like, Matt, great. What did we have last year? There was food at, there was a, there was a truck at One Drop. There would have been, yeah. I can't remember what it was. I think it was pizza. Was it pizza? Yeah. Does the job. Yeah. That's super handy. So you've got to have some sort of food is your point. Got to have something. Yeah. And it needs to be pretty easy. And the lesson that we had from the three mammals on spits is that <laughs> you know like there's no need to overdo it we're Actually, trying to be like a huge cookout at the same time as a rad dance party that's right you know it's like yeah, yeah. which is epic if you've got if you're organized if you've got the people to do it and stuff like that like who wouldn't want that yeah i think that's exactly right we were trying to make it multiple things the cookout plus the dance party mm. 
plus the fucking sick social event where you're hanging out with all your mates. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, looking back, like we could have just done one thing. We gotta we gotta talk about the themed dress up. Yeah, because that is it's a theme always. Why is it a theme always, Joe? Well, it wasn't always from the beginning, right? We didn't we didn't um, we didn't do it say that one in the alleyway. Yep. And uh, it's but it's been a staple for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, personally, I don't see it as essential. Mm-hmm. I think it's fucking cool. Mm. Um, only reason I think it's not essential is because we only ever all see each other in gym clothes anyway. So as soon as someone wears like a pair of jeans and a shirt, you're like, oh man, look at you. Oh, yeah. like, I've never seen you like this, right? It's like mind blowing. <laughs> Dylan had a pair of cords and he had civvies on like when we went to go recce last night. Yeah. Came down and he was dressed up and the classes were starting and everyone was like, oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. It's just like such a little flurry around Dylan because he was wearing pants and fucking vans or something. Right? Like yeah. it's so novel. It's true. It's true. But the, 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 the dress up piece was always, I mean, I think that really <clears throat> came from T. Yeah, he loves a dress up. I mean, it goes. I love one. Yeah, I and I, I, I like it. Yeah, right. I, I appreciate it. For T, you think about how much of a visual guy he is, mm. how much he sees things in his head, and how like like that's the creativity for him. Mm. I think happens as images in his head. Mm. So for him, like when he's dressing up, he he transports himself to the character. Like he, you know what I mean. That and I and I, I actually quite admire that because mm. I you know when I get dressed up I'm like oh it's just me but I'm wearing a costume <laughs> you know but I'm it would be cool to be able to like really own it which I think you have multiple times most notably when you were Eddie Murphy coming to America mm. you owned the shit out of that costume <laughs> um, but yeah so it's like this thing that kind of it's it's like a it breaks people's frame right it's mm. like all right you are snapping out Such of your icebreaker. your normal life and your normal kind of view of yourself. And you're wearing something that's outlandish. And the idea is to always make it pretty fucking wild. Yes, yeah. Last year's costumes, I'm trying to think before I come up with this, but I feel like... Oh, were last year's costumes the best yet? The last two years have been really good. Burning Man and then... No, the, the heroes and villains was before that and then Burning Man was before that, wasn't it? Was heroes and villains? Heroes and villains. What was the theme last year? Uh, it was the circus theme. Circus theme. What, Night like, at the circus. Night at the circus. That's right. So it's kind of like whatever you want, sort of thing. Yeah. Because um, I remember, I just remember like fucking the giant fairy floss that, that Jarlath so came as. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Brooke when she came as, but that wasn't last year, was it? When that's she, the heroes and villains. That was heroes. As, so that must have been the year before. So it was. Last year was Night at the Circus. Year before was Burning Man. Yeah, and the year, year before, before that, Heroes of... Yeah, the last three have been incredible. They've been lit, yeah, for the last three years at least. The thing I like about uh, also the, the costumes is... Um, it, well, it's commitment. So, like, basically, it's buy-in to the party. And um, when done right, which is, like... There's costume parties and there's costume parties. Like, we've made it a standard... By telling everyone how fucking much you need to dress up. At some point at the beginning, it was like we are fucking going all out, like who is in, who is in, and having all the key community people go in deep. And then every year after that, it's like looking back at how deep everyone went. It's like now that's it's quite a, a high buy in when you're coming. 
Yeah. You always have that person who didn't do a great effort or it's last minute. They weren't expecting to come for long. But the good 80% of everyone is like fully committed. They really are. Mm. And you're definitely right. It's it's backed up by what they see from the years before or yep. if they were there, what they experienced. So it's like, oh, no, like the culture knows you've got to bring it. Yes. Co- you can't half-ass it. No. And I think the shittest thing we could agree when you have a party is like, you know – you have someone show up like, oh, I'm just here for a couple hours and I've got to go to this other thing. Fuck that. And you're like, get the fuck out of here. Don't, yep. don't, like, don't be here right now. <laughs> yeah. Be here or don't be here. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you want, you want someone to just go, I'm here at this party all fucking night. Let's go. Yes, yeah. And somehow we have that culture. It's the dialogue that we're telling everyone, we've been telling everyone, that we're telling the coaches. And yeah, like we're constantly on them. So like People are saying, oh, I've kind of got this thing. We're just like rubbish. <laughs> We're just like rubbish. You're not going to that thing. <laughs> How good was it when um, Ricky last year? That was like the best because uh, he came from another gym and oh, he had that yeah. Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Was it that or was it his work Christmas? No, I think it was that gym's Christmas party. And he had like Ricky a double, Gilby. Yeah, he had like a double Christmas party. Yeah. And he came to ours for a little bit. Yeah. And he was going to have to go to that one. I was like, brah, get the fuck out of it. It was his first one. Then he came in. And then he had to leave and he was spewing that he had to leave. And then he came back like shortly after. I was like, that was whack. And then he came <laughs> in and just was like dancing on the dance floor. And he, he was like, I, I couldn't do it. I was like, I had to come back. <laughs> yeah, he returned. And I was like, yes, when he walked in. That's a big win. Yeah. Did, um, did Bilal do a similar thing oh, Bilal, at Burning Man the year before? Yeah. He, where he had to leave? He left. It was a four-day event. Like it was a potentially four days. Like I was there for four days. Oh, it was Friday, Saturday, Sunday night. Yeah, and three nights. Mu- yeah, yeah, and that's right. Yep. And yeah, he had to be a best man at a wedding. Yeah. And then after that, he came back. But the it was because oh, we partied hard on the Friday and the Saturday night. Yeah. And the Sunday was still a bit of shit going on. So he, I don't think he was there for the main night. He was gutted. I feel. Like I he think came back for the third night. Yeah, or he had to leave. I feel like he left on Saturday to go to the wedding thing during the day afternoon. Oh, and he came back. And he came back. He's like, I did the wedding piece. Yeah, or like he kind of just left it at whatever and then got back to the party. That's right. He's like, I couldn't miss it, man. This is too sick. Oh, Yeah, he came in and it was one of those occasions where you're jumping on him like, oh my God, I can't believe you're here. (laughs) Because it was for people, it was a couple of hours out of Sydney. Yeah, it wasn't we're, like we're it wasn't the down the road. Yeah, he went all the way in and then came back. That oh. place was unbelievable. Yeah. Um, I guess the last point to make before we wrap it up is that there is a strong effort from you guys and all the coaches to sell it to the members in terms of reinforcing it in classes. Telling like one to one, ask Bill, you come to the Christmas party. Like you better be coming to the Christmas party. Like it doesn't just happen without you guys putting on like putting in that effort towards making yes. people commit yeah yeah totally that talk about it being mandatory compulsory yes. yep it's really started with t he was always like that um and we've just carried it on and i hear the coach just saying the same thing it brings a tear to my eye um but for sure one thing i wanted to mention on it was um and we spoke about this a while ago when we did a podcast on a similar topic of, on this topic i think on events and stuff was like uh because we have a community and like what defines a community do you remember we're talking about what defines a community and a part of that is well what defines any community it's like traditions it's what you do 
whether it's freaking Celtic, Islanders, whatever, it's like how you spend time together, whether it's a birth, a marriage or Christmas. Yeah, it's how you eat food and stuff like that. And we're like, yeah, th- that's really ours. And so if you don't really have that and it's just the training all year, like what is the special community thing that's a tradition that comes in? Like you got to have tra- – and we're like, yeah, that is our tradition. So it's a – it's one of, you know, two or three really strong events that we have every year. So it just can't be broken. Can I, it's an, it's Yeah, it's integral. It's integral. It's part of – being part of the community here it's not just the training thing you have to come to the big events the big human events thanks bro fam you'll be able to see what's going on at the christmas party if you follow along on the socials three (laughs) weeks from now i don't know maybe a couple of weeks after the time you're hearing this um at jungle brothers movement at jungle alliance and then on all of our personal accounts at jb paulie at jb joey you'll see what's up thanks paulie thanks bro cheers guys (laughs) 